0: pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country black buffalo tobacco alternative bold flavor full pouches
1: being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen and with resi priority notify and global dining access through my amex platinum card right this way it's nice to try someone else's food for a change that's the powerful backing of american express terms apply learn more at americanexpresscom slash with amex
3: What's up, everybody? Welcome in to a brand new episode of Snaps, your favorite daily college football show. At least I hope that's the case. I'm one of your hosts, T Bob bear joined as always by QB1, the man who's living the jet life. Quite literally, mm-hmm. Mr. Aaron Murray. Aaron, what's yeah. up, bro? What's going on? I, mean, I,
4: I just I feel like you, T Bob, the center of attention. You know, just being able yeah. to go play some golf enjoy the, the the good life there in baton rouge finally goal in life bt bob bt bob t bob i finally took a step forward in that department this week so i i see why you you know, got that nice tan all the time you're on the course you're feeling good getting the this body is- work to make sure your hips and back are nice and limber on the golf course yeah i get it i appreciate it now i understand so um
3: yeah i'll, so catch, you let's be I'll catch you one day painfully clear let's be painfully clear um aaron literally flew in a private jet after monday's show uh to one of the top 12 golf courses what in the entire world or the country 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 okay one of the top 12 golf courses in the country uh in connecticut a place where all these rich people have their insane estates and now he is Mm -hmm. back in his home in time for wednesday's show and he just tried that he just tried to compare that to living in baton rouge Louisiana. <laughs> um, so, yes, as, as as if those two lifestyles are even <laughs> a, bear a modicum of similarity, of which they do not. Uh, Clint Moses, one of our favorites, says, go Beads. Don't worry, Clint. We got an episode coming for you tomorrow where we're going to rank the Pac-12 coaches. I think you're going to like what I have to say about your boy, John Smith. Uh, but for today, we're talking playoff Bob Rutherford with an early RTR. Ugh disgusting bob how about y'all learn not to cheat at baseball okay more on that a bit later what's up blake what's up J dog what's up keaton greg thomas darth Wilk, everybody else you know we love you thank you for being with us here on snaps and wherever you listen to apple spotify please remember to rate it review it share with your friends all that stuff helps spread uh the show and so we can keep doing it because we love it um aaron I don't know. Look, I'm excited for May the 4th tomorrow. The D&D yeah. movie just dropped digitally. I'm excited to check that out again tonight. I've been waiting to rewatch it. Very, very pumped. Um, I don't know that I have any general life talk to get into. Uh, do, y'all wanna, do you want to Do you want to go ahead and just dive into this playoff? Let's just get right into the playoff.
4: Big news. National Championship is going to be in Atlanta year one of the playoffs. You know I'm pumped. Snaps so I'm live. Confused. We just got to make sure T-Bob doesn't impregnate his wife again and has to miss it. So... Um, Get snipped. Please get snipped.
3: So that was not, um, what was I going to say? That was, it wasn't known already that the championship was going to be in Atlanta. Like, is that new? That is new news. I, I guess I just assumed the championships had already been handed out because uh, whatever the lead here is, I'm sorry. The whole I mean, format, I'm done.
4: So the whole format it. was great though, that they kind of breaking it down yes. of where the games are going to be played. I, I don't. I wish there were more on-site games, honestly, you know, as we kind of dive into this right now. like I would have loved it to be all on campus until the national championship. I think that would have been a pretty badass. Uh, I, I don't think that we needed to continue with some of these games. I think you could have kept the bowl games as is and had other teams that weren't in the playoffs playing in those games. But you know, I know the contracts. I know those, those bowl games like the Rose Bowl and the Orange Bowl and the Sugar Bowl. Like, yeah. They want the big-time players to play in those games. They know the money revenue. But how awesome would it have been to have three weeks of games on these campuses for playoffs with those fans at these major universities leading up to a national championship that that kind of rotates like the Super Bowl. But that ain't going to happen, so I'm not going to bitch and moan about it too much.
3: No, and it never was going to happen, right? You know, like any deal, uh, you're going to get some things. You can't Mm -hmm. get everything. It's going to be a compromise. What I do love is how they actually crafted this schedule. And let's all just imagine Mm -hmm. for a little bit, okay? Let's just imagine what 2024 is going to look like. We're gonna have a Big Ten that has USC and UCLA in it. We're gonna have an SEC featuring Oklahoma and Texas, right? So this is massive super conference. We're going to have all these good games, everything else. Um, we'll maybe have a nine-game schedule at that point as well for the SEC. So potentially probably an even better regular season. More on that in a bit. And then we arrive at the playoff, our first ever 12-team playoff. And my God, our first taste of the action. Could not, I'm getting goosebumps. Could not come at a better time. Woo. Game one is going to be Friday night, December 20th, 2024. This will be followed up Saturday with a little uh, menage a toi, as you'll probably have uh, 11 a.m. or noon to around there, your 2.30 slot, and then your evening slot as well. And that's going to be your first four playoff games. The great part about this, Aaron, just think about this, okay? Christmas is in the air. Hopefully, wherever you live, it's a little cold outside. You're all, you know, you got the, it's 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 dark outside because it's Friday night. Your Christmas tree is lit up. The trains go around. The kids are happy. Maybe they're in their pajamas running around. Maybe they're not. Maybe you got an early Christmas present. Okay. The vibes are immaculate. But instead of watching the Tax Slayer Bowl or the Gaylord Hotels Music City Bowl, mm-hmm. you are watching LSU and Clemson and Death Valley on Friday night and you got a whiskey in hand because that's the good stuff. Christmas tree in the background, carols in my heart, and LSU Clemson on the TV battling for the title of Death Valley, which is exactly what you would have had here in 2023 had this playoff system actually existed. That is the college football good stuff. It is impossible to be a college football fan and not be tantalized by thinking about watching four playoff games right around Christmas like that.
4: Oh my god! I mean, yeah, they, they listen. I love the I love bowls, and bowls have been poo pooed on for a while. I will if if it's on TV and it's Christmas time. I will gladly sit there and watch football because uh, there's really not a lot else to watch unless you just love Hallmark movies. But I don't, so I'm going to watch football. So yes, it is a major upgrade to go from some random ass bowl game with a group of five team versus a group of five team. Shout out group of five, I still love you, but it's a little bit different when you have a game that actually means something. Big brands, most likely you're still going to get a group of five team in there. Um, But big brand versus big brand, winner moves on, loser season over. It just, you said it adds a lot more excitement to the beginning of bowl season. So I think it's great. I'm, I'm, you know what I'm interested in seeing with this schedule coming out too. And they've talked about it for a while. And I think we've talked about it briefly on here is how does the calendar change in general for coaches because during that time, you know, that's mm-hmm. kind of when the transfer portal window opens up. So that was always the big problem this past year is like, okay, I'm trying to get ready for a bowl game. I'm trying to get ready for, for you know, spend maybe Christmas with my family, whatever it may be, but I'm also having to deal with the transfer portal. I'm also having to deal with recruiting. How I think that's the next stage is how does the calendar change for coaches when you add these games? You can't force a guy that's getting ready for a playoff game to worry about dealing with recruits coming on and transfer portal and high school kids. It's just way too much craziness. So college football is a lot. It's going to be even more for these teams. So I hope they kind of get that, 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 that cleared up a little bit for the coaches. But when it comes to the consumers, you, myself, the fans out there, this is going to be uh, <clears throat> early Christmas. It's going to be right around the Hanukkah time. So I'll be very happy about that. Light the menorah, yep. watch a little big, big, big boy football.
3: Yeah, it's um, I mean, it really does feel like you're going to be getting eight days worth of presents with this incredible. Mm. So let's just as, as a mm. thought exercise That's here, hard. let's look at the four games that would have fallen on the 20 and 21st. As I yep. said, um, you would have had Clemson at LSU which would have been beautiful television on either a Friday or Saturday night. I mean, yep. let's go. Who wouldn't love to see Brian Brzee rushing Jane Downs, whatnot. Uh, you would have had Tennessee uh, playing host to Ole Miss, which is a matchup we've seen. You know, a very good one. Lane Kiffin, very Tennessee, ton of storylines there, but not, you know, a pretty kind of relatively normal matchup. You would have had Tulane going to Michigan. Um, which Michigan probably dominates that game. But, uh, look, this Tulane team was really good. Maybe not, right? And then you would have played Alabama. To going to Michigan in December would have been interesting. And in it's like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, look, yeah. one of the reasons why they probably gotten dominated, okay? I live yeah. in New Orleans, or I live in Baton Rouge, right? I've lived in New Orleans. I know what the weather's like down there. It's still 80 degrees more often than not yep. in December 21st. Uh, Them going to the big house, it would have been a rough trip. But how about this? Alabama. Traveling all the way out west at USC. I mean, are you Ooh. kidding me? And then the winner plays Georgia, and then the winner of Clemson LSU plays Ohio State. I mean, this is the good stuff. So, anyway, that's the first weekend. What, who's it win that game? Up? Who is?
2: Because yeah. you, know, uh,
4: you know, we get a little bit of weather issues in some of these Big Ten schools at the, end of the season, but the SEC is pretty mild. Like, our, our, I feel like mm-hmm. the coldest game that I had at Georgia was. Obviously, that game for Georgia Tech, and maybe it's like in the 40s, 50s, which for us feels cold, but really isn't. Is it a bigger advantage of the playoffs being first game at home to teams up north, or yeah. is it bigger advantage no, no a it team a, it up actually, north? No, no, down it south? actually
3: is. No, 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 it's absolutely, it's, it's actually a very sneaky, big advantage for the Northern yep. schools, like, because the only time the Southern schools have their geographic advantage is whenever you've had a team from out of town come play you in August or September, and they're like, what yep. the hell is this, just, I mean, what, did the earth crack, is Satan yep. over there twirling his little for a cloven hooves and fork tail in the corner like it's hot as fuck out of here I'm about to die mm-hmm. uh, that doesn't exist come December shit you stick a northern team in in Death Valley in December they're gonna feel like they're on spring break they're gonna feel incredible dude so yep. yes this is kind of like why you're never supposed to invade Winterfell unless you have dragons okay because mm-hmm. or or why you never get in a land war in Asia because the Russians will just retreat burn everything ground and you will freeze out so yeah, it is advantage. I didn't really thought about that. It's a good catch here. Yeah. Uh, so after that, though, we're going to get to the quarterfinals, and that's where we're going to enter our um, neutral sites. Uh, it'd be Tuesday, December 31st. You're going to get the Fiesta Bowl. That'll be a night game. Only one game on New Year's Eve, which of course, right, we've all seen that New Year's Eve games just do not rate as good as New Year's Day ones. And then mm-hmm. on Wednesday, so Tuesday New Year's Eve, then on Wednesday New Year's Day, you'll get Peach Bowl, Rose Bowl, and the Allstate Sugar Bowl Oof. at Oof. night. Uh, as many have pointed out in the chat, this rolls uh, straight into wildcard or is that is that the semifinals? Um, I'll get it anyway. I'll get that in a second, Aaron. How do you feel about that uh, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day lineup? Well, you have to. You can only have three
4: games on. You know, you're not. You, you just you look at the normal time windows of, of college football. There's a you know, there's a 12 o'clock game there's a three thirty game and then there's a seven o'clock game and then you know the the, the pac 12 gets their late night game but you're for, for money purposes and tv purposes you just can't squeeze four games on and you're not going to put you know two games on at the same time so you're going to have to put one game unfortunately new year's day new year's night excuse me and then three yeah. games the following day it's just it's just the way it is um i mean i wouldn't mind it i mean i would i'd be all for watching two games at once get two tvs up and, and watching you know the fiesta bowl as as the peach bowl is going on i think it's pretty badass but for the sake of money i get it you just can't have four time slots on a given day so yeah it's gonna be sweet though uh
3: yeah okay so that's gonna be the that's going be new year's day, new year's day then this is what i was looking for then we get to the semifinals where this is and also the, you're like why is it on a tuesday and a wednesday it's not just because the new year's holidays uh also you're trying to avoid the nfl right? This is when the NFL uh, ended season and playoffs and Saturday games are going to be cranking up. And as you'll see, a lot of this schedule is built around uh, avoiding just that, because then we get to the semifinals where about 10 days later on January 9th and 10th, you'll have a Thursday Capital One Orange Bowl and a Friday Cotton Bowl Classic. And as uh, Keaton says in the chat, semifinal games being on thursday and friday roll straight into super wild card weekend so you mm. will quite literally have five straight days just uh our cup overfloweth with playoff football mm. 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 it's
4: a beautiful thing i know the rose bowl is happy right now because at least the first i guess it's i don't know when uh leap year is but at least for the first few years they will still get that football game it looks like they will be um one of those games on go, just going back to the quarterfinals, they will be one of those games on January 1st. So you still get to keep the parade. So the Rose bowl is happy. They get the parade of flowers of roses and you still get that game. But yeah, the fact that you now get to go five straight days of competitive, incredible football has to have uh, all the betting sites in the world right now, just licking their chops with how many dumbass people are be giving away a lot of money to start the new year.
3: Uh, and then, uh, so that so the Cotton Bowl uh, will be that Friday, January 10th, and then Monday, January 20th, another 10 days mm-hmm. later, you get to um, the championship. So, again, one other thing to note here in terms of why this schedule makes more sense, you avoid the NFL, I'm pretty sure, wholly. And if you don't avoid yes. them wholly, you avoid them about as much as you can. Uh, secondly, what was one of the other issues by going to a system like this, right? We're all doing it to make more money, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you have to you know, deal with people being like player safety, you know, these players, what? you can't just add more games. Well, look, they're going to get paid more as well. But also you got about 10 days between each game, Aaron. So yeah. it's not quite a bye week, but like you're getting way more time than you generally do to get healthy, rest your bodies if you need to. Um, so so you kind of head off any any potential criticism from that area. I got to say, man, you know, we critique a lot of leadership and the decisions that are made, but I think this is pretty perfect right here for 2034. As, as, as we enter the 2020 forging, right, the reforging of college football, I am already licking my chops about experiencing this.
4: Yeah, and, and listen, I know it's more games, but these are still young dudes, and 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 I'm all for player protection. I'm all for making sure these kids get what is theirs. So you will see – I guarantee you, man, if you're one of those 12 teams and you're a player on that one of those 12 teams – there's going to be a lot of NIL money associated with that. Shoot, I wouldn't be surprised. I guess you can't because it's pay for play. Never mind. But there will be opportunities. If you're one of those teams, some deal will randomly pop up because you're, you know, one of the 12 quarterbacks that are remaining. You'll get some pretty awesome deal right around the holidays. So, like you will get compensated off the field handsomely for being a top team of being a top player in the playoffs. Um, and it's just, it's, it's up maybe four more games when it's all said and done, these are 18 to 23 year old kids, men, young men, they can handle five more games. I think it's good for them. It's good for the game of college football. Um, I just, to me, like I said earlier, I think the biggest thing that to me that now needs to be the big focus is because every coach you talk to right now is, is that they, they hate the calendar. They said the calendar sucks. They said, it is, it is just, it is nonsense what we have to do in December and January when we all have a billion other things we have to worry about that's the more interesting thing of how they can, I mean, do you think we get rid of that early day signing day? Do we just go back to one day signing day? You know, the first signing day, do they get rid of the transfer portal? I just I just think that you kind of get handcuffed a little bit if you are one of those 12 teams of the balancing act of preparing for a game Look, while also preparing for next season because you always have to have one eye looking forward a little bit too.
3: You are correct, but these would feasibly be the most powerful schools in college football, meaning they swing the biggest stick, meaning that like I wouldn't overly concern myself because I think this will all work itself out in that I think they will get the schedule changed uh, to whatever they need to get it changed to. Uh, let's get into some of these comments in the chat. BA's tie Stone Cold Style says, does the top 12 make it or they give a layup to conference champs and 11 and 12 are freebies for a 10 and 3 champions. I understand it, you have your five conference champions in there one group of five uh, that veter- are um, representative in there that makes up six of the applicants and then there will be other top six ranked teams. And then the top four ranked teams will all get that very valuable first round buy, mm-hmm. which is something we shouldn't gloss over. Okay, that's a big deal. Yeah. And it incentivizes teams to not being like, ah, you know what, like, there's no great advantage like like maybe a team where maybe they would rest someone instead of they got to push themselves or something because they don't have the safety net of ah oh, we're going to play the same amount of games by the way. getting a bye like if you're Georgia do you have to a bye Alabama's got to get USC
4: um you have to be a conference champion to get a bye like if Georgia Alabama sure are undefeated that. That's I gotta. We have to figure that. If Georgia, Alabama are both undefeated, and one wins, as the championship game. Does the other one lose? Even if even if it's clearly the second best team in the country, do they lose out on getting a buy? Do you have to be a, one of the? Four, I think so. Actually, five conference champs. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment.
0: at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches.
2: Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano.
0: And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon.
2: We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.
3: I think so. I think so. Oh, wait, no, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. In this Michigan was the Big Ten champion, and beat Ohio State, and yet they have Ohio State as one of the top four seeds. So maybe not. Um, Andy J says, uh, "Wait, where? Wait, where was the? Oh no, Michael uh, Divincenzi. Will they get rid of conference championship games by all of them, for only having four slots for a buy? It guarantees a conference champion will still play an extra game to win a national championship." Um, I think they will still have conference championship games because they don't want to lose that money, right? And they want to watch Georgia and Alabama play as many times as Georgia and Alabama want to play one another. And you're going to tell me, like, that's a very interesting scenario. Let's say you have an undefeated Georgia, an undefeated Alabama, and they're meeting the SC championship. Well, the loser is going to have to play an extra game. The winner will get that first round by, you know, potentially on how on how it all works out, yep. and so there's even a little extra juice in the air for that. So no, I don't think conference championships are going anywhere. It still looks like you'll have two weeks though from conference championship weekend to when the playoffs would start. See, I'm 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 not so
4: sure. I think that I don't think they're going anywhere. I, I also. I don't think that it would be necessarily a bad thing if conference championships did go away, though. Like I'd, I'd be perfectly fine with it if you just want to get the regular season, and and just say, okay, we got our teams, and then let's go play the playoffs. Come Maybe even dude, move it up. Conference championships week if you are want awesome
3: like, because think about, it, especially, says, especially with an army team that didn't even part, travel, that like could a...
4: care less about Ellen. Uh, I, I, oh I, just think it gets overshadowed. I just think right now, like, Bro, do you really care hey, about? Hey, do you care hey, about that the game, or would you rather more. just get
3: the playoffs going? Hey, watch what, the film, boy. You have? Okay. You have? Hey, watch the film, boy. Go look at the amount of first rounders drafted from Georgia and go look at the amount of first round. You know what? Do the I first just, three just, rounds. Just, go look at the first three rounds. you What got Alabama. Y'all beat, beat Alabama. Y'all beat Alabama. Y'all beat Alabama.
4: Yeah. I'm
3: just saying. You know, I mean, uh,
4: same thing. Same tell thing. Tell We're in Death Valley. It's not in Death them.
3: Valley. Is in a way stadium, okay? Absolutely pathetic. Uh, look, could have been LSU less of a way
4: stadium park. if LSU fans actually showed up to the to the game.
3: I'm just saying, like, I with Mitch, this new playoff, Atlanta I think all the energy is away from Athens. This is an absurd critique. Louisiana is a failing economy, okay? If we're gonna spend money trying to go populate another person's state, we got to make sure it dubs in the cards. We all knew it. We were already happy. SEC West champs being Alabama, it was a wrap. Okay, it's good, dude. Relax. Um, look at this dude I only have one airpod in and it's like my that? left airpod you only you have like one that? airpod in and it's your right airpod look at us huh would you be
4: sad if we lost would you be, would you honestly make be thoroughly upset if we lost conference championship weekend because I don't I wouldn't I think there's to me I would be all for like let's just get going with the playoffs and if you're worried about player safety I'd be sad. one great way to cut out the, the you know an extra game right
3: there uh, no. How about this? We all want more money. Don't cut out extra game. That's not how this works. Okay. We have to keep Georgia and Alabama playing one another as many times as Georgia and Alabama want to play one another. Mm-hmm. I know you're scared yeah. of Nick. No. Y'all have only beat him once. Nick gonna be, I, I I'm Nick may be gone there. by the time this whole
4: thing starts.
3: And, and, and here's the other deal. You know, what is tight is let's say, okay, let's say you're LSU last year. Mm-hmm. Um, you still have a chance to uh, well, I guess it would. Maybe that's not the best example because they would have gotten in the playoff l- anyway last year. Like, find me a team. Like, uh, okay, like, uh, uh, oh, that's interesting. Why is it Utah on here? I don't know who made this. Back. Okay, I do want to go to a the point.
4: Because what's the point of a regular season? The point of a season is to make the playoffs to to be one of the twelve teams. You can still have a you can still yeah, have but also here's the about
3: a conference championship. This is all I'm trying to say is that if you still keep that championship game, you can be a team that would miss the playoffs and you make it because you put together a great game on conference championship game and you win. there's That's cool. I think that's cool. Yeah, but I, 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 I think won. when you get rid of
4: East and West, I think it's going to be pretty rare to have a team that is nine and 9-3 playing in the SEC championship week. And I think you're going to have two teams that are pretty much already, especially in this league, those two teams are going to be pretty much guaranteed to get into the playoffs regardless of the outcome in the football game.
3: You're not I mean, going to have a two yes, or three loss SEC championship be game. Team. Look at the Big 12. Look at the Big 12. You could easily have a two or three loss uh, Big 12 champion that would sneak into the playoffs. So whatever. I like conference championships. Um, Aaron, here's a question that we did on my morning show, and I'm interested to see in Brum. If you want to chime in, I'm interested to see where you stand as well. When you take a shower, do you wash your feet?
4: Uh, Depends how stinky. Yesterday when I got done with 36, my feet were extremely stinky as soon as I took my socks off, so yes, I did. But I would say 50% of the time.
3: So, because I do not, uh, no. almost ever. In fact, I don't know when the last time that I actually scrubbed my feet was. I, I think I cut off about halfway down the shin. I just don't know that I see a ton of value in going don't anywhere to lower. Don't ankles. Uh, to well, I mean, ankles. ankles you got. Literally hairy. all my soapy water finds 30. its way to my ankles, yeah. right? My feet are literally. Well, do you pee
4: in the shower? Do you pee in the shower? Um, yeah, I pee in the drain.
3: Uh, yeah, I, you know, I'm not just. Like, I mean, some of them may get.
4: May, some of them may like miss and
3: kind of. Then you're stepping in a okay, little bit. Okay, well, so. my urine's sterile, so I understand what your point is. Oh, There's not. Okay. There, there is a zero percent chance that there is enough of my urine left to make my feet any dirtier than they already have been up to that point. Um. I don't know. I just think it's crazy that some people are out here scrubbing their feet every single day. It just seems so hard to reach. Like maybe if I had a bench in my shower and I could sit down and get a little comfy and do it, but stand up and I'm a flexible guy. Okay. I got to do a full middle split. I can go palms to the floor, touch my toes. Got no desire to put that effort into scrubbing them though. Uh, What about you, Brum? Are you, if you can talk, I'm not sure if you can are you a wash your feet guy? Okay, I don't think Brum's here. He's probably doing something. Um, your kids use that shower, T Rob. They actually don't. It's 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 my shower. My kids don't shower. They're kids, they bathe. Um Zach Linz, Maddox loves a good shower. Loves really? a good shower. Yeah, he That's hates cool. the bath. Little yeah, he's, athlete. He's, how about that? Just uh, wants to be one of the boys hanging in the shower, mm. bird watching. I feel him, man. Nuts out. Nuts out. Not a boy. Zach Lynn, <laughs> think about all the dead skin you are not exfol- exfoliating. Well, yeah, let's be clear. My feet are ugly. Okay. I got a short leg. It caused me to push off the inside of one. My right heel looks like the tectonic plates of the earth. Like when you look at those volcanic ranges and you just got those just deep red cracks and everything, like that's essentially my heels. Um, so they are, you know, nothing to write home about. In fact, you could say that my feet are a use case for why it's objectively bad not to scrub your feet. I just don't do it. Just don't have the energy. Uh, I don't know, you know, I don't, I don't know. Hey, uh, J-Dog, we're talking about this because I just want to know where everybody's head is at i want to know am i the weird one or is everybody out here not scrubbing their feet because it just seems so crazy to me like thomas dare scrubbing your feet's insane i agree um yes bb exactly me my feet are ugly because i probably don't wash them enough you know i i i I get it now i think my grandpa also has ugly feet so i don't know maybe it's a bit of a genetic i think you probably Um, need some
4: toe spacers kind of you know widen the feet out a little bit let them breathe Toes.
3: let the air sur-
4: yeah toe spacers toe spacers get like when feet. you get let your like
3: you when you get a pedicure
4: yeah yeah like when you get a pedicure
3: do yeah well definitely not scrubbing the feet welcome wait so you why do you do do you wear toe spacers? we put i every now and then i
4: put them in i have some they're like gel spacers you can get them online because we i'm, Just, I'm big yep. in the feet i'm a feet guy i'm like i'm like uh, what's his name from from um sneaky sneaky no or rex ryan who am i thinking of from the adam sandler movie oh um mr deeds mr deeds yeah i'm I'm the feet guy i've never seen mr deeds sorry great show great movie anyways you've put your feet in a shoe all day long and just cram your feet together when really they should just be nice and splayed out so you get the spacers to help correct essentially putting your feet in shoes all damn day
3: And it's it just like just feels good. So like end of the day, propped up, watch Succession. Just throw some toe spacers
4: in. Throw some toe spacers in.
3: Yeah, hundred percent. Do it. Huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that. That's that QB one lifestyle right there. Yeah. That when you're flying. So when you're flying on the PJ back, you're flying private. Put the spacers in. Kick back,
4: relax. It gives you good balance on the golf course. Really can dig into the ground to rotate the body properly yeah it's 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 Ooh. take care of the feet they take care of you t bob
3: okay um i'll try it out it sounds actually kind of delicious uh mm. all right um here we go other news for today real quick uh SCCADs ads are meeting right now in rosemary beach um aka uh the southern heaven 38 you know where is it rosemary alice and 38 and all that stuff where everybody in the south wants to go when they die um well they're trying to get this nine or eight thing uh conference game schedule nailed down right they got spring meetings coming up in destin in about a month they want to lay some groundwork here um i am so over this conversation Nine games is objectively best. It should be nine yes. games. You're trying to get ESPN to commit as much money as possible to this new uh, to this good faith contract renegotiation. How you do that is by giving them nine games, giving them marquee matchups. Where I get concerned is if ESPN doesn't bite, which it appears they're at least reticent to do. Right, like we all talked about, ESPN and SEC struck a new deal. Right after that, the Big Ten struck a new deal that smashed said deal. ESPN says, Well, well hold on now. We added, we said added Oklahoma, and Texas. These are not just any brands, these are big brands. Let's go back to the negotiating table. If I had to guess, I would guess they are trying to create a new deal that would beat the Big Ten's. I bet you ESPN's yep. not really willing to do that. So, where I get worried, Aaron, is if ESPN doesn't give the SEC what they want, well then, do you have all these Kentucky schools that don't want to do it because they want to keep an extra winnable home game? Do they start to get momentum because then people are pissed that ESPN won't give them the new deal and then we're stuck with an eight game contract? I hope not too.
4: I hope not too for for everyone's sake, man, like just go to nine games. I, I I I do not see a world in which we don't go to nine, just to be honest. Like I do not think that when when the meetings are going to occur from now to the coaches meetings, SEC media day, and then obviously heading into the following season when Texas and Oklahoma join, I think you're just leaving way too much money on the table. I think you're you're pissing off the fans. Uh, And not like fans aren't gonna show up, like fans will be a little bit disappointed not to lose an extra game against another big school. But I just think the numbers make sense for what we're envisioning when it comes to essentially a pod system, when you're in your little pod with your two other teams, and and you play them, and then you kind of rotate around the SEC. I think the numbers make too much sense to have a nine-game SEC schedule to work your way around, to be able to play every team in your conference over a four-year span, home and away. I think it's great for the SEC. I think it's great for the fans. I think it's great for the players. It's great for recruiting. It's great for money. Everyone's happy. It is a win-win-win. There's nothing negative about it unless you are one of those fringe schools that is more worried about making a bowl game at six and six over the health of the conference, so I do think that that's, there is a minority that will be, but I think that is such a minority that I don't think it's going to be able to hold the hold the deal up at the end of the day.
3: Well, and again, it, it's 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 they lose a winnable game, but they also lose a home game. Uh, you know, as as the away and home, like one of those every other year will become yeah. an away game, which is a few million dollars of gate for each yeah. game, right? And so that's where the new TV contract and the differences therein would make up for it. Which is where you hopefully got to bring ESPN to the table newsflash aaron's exactly right nine games is going to happen but just like just say it already just make it happen um aaron how about this it appears that auburn football may have found their quarterback uh and it's not tj finley as tj finley is entering Mm -hmm. the transfer portal this time as a grad transfer of course tj finley started for lsu as a true freshman back in 2020 uh he ends up then transferring to auburn as max johnson became the guy at LSU, and now T.J. Finley transferring once again. Real weird to think about the careers that Max Johnson and T.J. Finley went on to had. But more importantly, Auburn now, Hugh Freeze, quarterback whisper they got four guys left, including yep. Robbie Ashford. Uh, but I don't think it's any of those four, as they have reportedly set their sights on the Nebraska transfer, Casey Thompson. How about it now being 100% mocked? Uh to Auburn. How do you feel about casey Thompson down there in the plains with Hugh Freeze? I
4: think it's I think honestly, Hugh Freeze Um got lucky first off, but this is the best he could have done during this this portal. It, whether it's the first portal, or the second portal, like he wasn't gonna get the top, top, top guys. Um, I think it's better than than what old miss did in the portal. I think this is a I think this is a huge home run. I really do. I think this is. A, a massive home run, a guy that's played a lot of football, Casey Thompson, has had success going back from Texas, had some some decent success last year at Nebraska, even with all the issues with the head coaching spot. This is a massive, massive home run for Hugh Freeze and the Auburn Tigers. You bring in a quarterback that 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 can fit what you want to do offensively you bring bringing a guy with experience. You're bringing competition. You're bringing a guy who I think is is making your your roster better day one right now. And I I I think if they do get him, and, and it kind of looks like all signals are, are pointing that direction, they're probably going to offer some big fat check through the, their through their great NIL department. Um, that K, Casey Thompson will be an Auburn Tiger heading into next season, and I kind of think it, he will be the starting quarterback if he does make that decision at Auburn next season. I'm just. I like Robbie as a person. Um, I know you love when I say that, but I do think he's a good kid. I just think he's very limited in his skill set and kind of limits a head coach of what he can do in a play card, what he can do, where you bring in a guy like Casey Thompson, all of a sudden your your playbook opens up a lot more. So then the question is, can Casey play catch up, miss spring? Will he get enough reps during summer and fall camp that gives Hugh Freeze the confidence to to make him QB1? but I do think that there will be a sense of urgency to, to really catch him
3: up,
1: though.
3: Uh, it's, 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 it's pretty interesting, man. Um, You know how we made a lot of jokes about JT Daniels' man cave during the year and how many like badass jerseys yeah. he would have? Put some respect on Casey Thompson's name, okay? My man can hang. Uh, yeah, like and and what's He's crazy better. is JT Daniels played at every school, but Casey Thompson started a full year at both Texas and Nebraska. And now it looks yeah. like he could be in line to start a full year at Auburn. He's like the Brandon Cooks of the NFL. Always good enough to start, but never quite good enough to anybody to commit to long-term. I mean, bro, he threw 24 touchdowns to nine picks in 2021 in Texas. Yeah. Right? 200 yards, about eight yards for a 17 10. 17 to 10 last year. 16 completion.
4: Yeah. That's
3: what I'm saying. He's kind of good. And run, now man. he can have a yeah.
4: – go ahead. It's a home run. I think this is this – yeah. is- this is what Auburn fans needed and have been wanting because we've all, we were all very, I think, confused by his tactics early on of, of, you know, not getting a quarterback, you know, did they really want Spencer Sanders? Did they not want Spencer Sanders? Who knows, but still was like, man, get someone, just get someone to add some depth and, and and create some competition in that, in that room. And And I think now all of a sudden, you know, you play the game of, you know, maybe we didn't like anyone. Maybe we really weren't loving what what we saw from Spencer Sanders, whatever it was, we'll take a chance on the second go around, which I didn't, I don't love because you always felt like the guys in this next group are the guys that didn't win out their position, which obviously he didn't with Jeff Sims, leaving Georgia tech, going out there to Nebraska, he lost, but he's still a really good quarterback. Uh, I wouldn't say really good. He's a good quarterback who I think is a better option than what you have on your roster right now.
3: Well, and he's a good quarterback. Well, he's, 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 yes, he's an okay quarterback, right? But yes. paired with Hugh Freeze, he should have the potential to put up better numbers than he's ever put up before because of what we've seen Hugh Freeze really uh, be able to do with quarterbacks. So uh, shout yeah. out. And then again, in his man cave, Texas jersey, Nebraska jersey, and Auburn jersey. And he can say uh, that he started at all three. I mean, that's freaking. USC, sick, dude. USC,
4: Georgia, West Virginia, Rice versus Texas, Nebraska, Auburn. Which man cave I mean, are you Rice, picking?
3: Rice screws it up. You can't go JT Daniels at this point. Well,
4: maybe you don't. Maybe you don't put the Rice jersey up then.
3: Mm, it's a part of the story. I think per man cave rules, all jerseys have to go up. Like, okay, let's well, just take like, Rice out of
4: the equation. Let's just take Rice out of the equation here. USC Georgia. I mean, Casey. West
3: Casey is the three. is the three biggest, bigger brands. I mean, Nebraska is a top yeah. ten winningest program of all time. Texas top ten winningest program of all time. And Auburn is far better than West Virginia. I love West Virginia, but like yep. Auburn as the as the like because I mean, obviously for J T Daniels, USC and Georgia are both prestigious and elite, and West Virginia is kind of outside looking in, um, yeah. in terms of football history. Nebraska and Texas lead Auburn a bit outside looking in Auburn greater than West Virginia Casey Thompson yeah. congratulations you have been given the award of best man cave from snaps mm-hmm. um, pretty nice. cool yeah. uh, last thing here and you know what else is pretty cool you seen what uh Brett Yormark continues to do with the big 12 do you remember do you remember season one of of, of succession at all like cause I'm gonna get into like a very specific like episode 2 reference <laughs> You whatever. obviously are a lot whatever. more knowledgeable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just no, I got you. It. Okay, yes. well, yes. Yep. Yep. when um, it. what's his name, Kendall, is, mm-hmm. you know, thinks he's taking over the company, right? And the dad says yep. he's leading the board meeting or whatever. He's talking about Operation Lifeboat, right? We're going to turn this thing around. I want ideas. I want tech. I want this or that. Brett Yormark is basically doing Operation Lifeboat with the Big Twelve right now, yep. and I kind of love it. I mean, he's bringing in all the ideas of bringing in the four corner schools, your Utah, Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, all that sort of stuff. But on top of this, it's now coming out. The Big 12 is in the works of setting up a multi-year deal to play football and basketball games in Mexico. How awesome is that? Football games Rima. in way. basketball in Mexico City. That's a little problematic what you just did there. But I am excited. I am excited. Uh, me too. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Put a yeah. sombrero on that the man. game's head. Um, grow grow the game game. baby and look snaps to mexico yes finally yeah um but 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 like real talk great excellent branding right as your, your team's gonna be playing on the big stick um there's also uh the big 12 only combine that they're starting to do right to try to bring nfl teams in and bring more attention to their conference uh there's uh rumors that they're planning a partnership with rucker park the very, very, very famous uh, street park for basketball up there in New York City. I, I remember reading like Slam Magazine growing up and reading all about how Starbury came up there and everything when I was obsessed with Stefan Marbury. So, I don't know, man. Big 12, uh, mark's on a roll. He's on a roll. Yeah, and I am here for college football games in Mexico. And actually, Andy J deserves credit in the chat because he made a joke about playing a game in Tijuana earlier, and it seems like Brett Yormark was listening.
4: Yeah. Uh, love it. Love it. Love it. Love games overseas. Love games there across the border. Uh, he's dominating. And I think, I, I don't think he's done yet. When we thought the Big 12 was possibly dead with the loss of Texas and Oklahoma, you know, he does a great job bringing in four schools. Obviously don't have the brand recognition as those two, but you know, he's, I don't think they're done yet either. I do think that there's still a, a possibility of some, some Pac-12 teams leaving as more additions to that conference, as they continue to do big things to stay alive. I mean, it was backs against the wall. What are you going to do, Big Twelve? And he said, "Damn it, we're going forward." And uh, really, really impressed. So I think that's big news. Another big news, T. Bob just came across my oh. my, my
3: little oh what time.
4: Uh, Wait, is this breaking uh, about, news? Is
3: this this yeah, not this pre-planned? Is breaking, this this
4: breaking, is breaking news. This this is break. This is Snap's breaking news, but not really breaking news. But we talked about last week because Dion's always the, the talk of the town. Uh, we talk about dion in the roster being completely different from a year ago Dion just got a former five-star from the class of 2020 from washington savelle smalls to just commit to colorado it hasn't really had a huge mm-hmm. impact at washington but still like a, a former five-star guy probably more talented than what they had last year at colorado dion yes. effect yes. still rolling
3: still rolling i mean that that's that that again again uh whoever said it on the show i think it was on monday or tuesday this week where they basically said, uh, how about at the beginning of next season we compare the overall team recruiting rankings from the one and eleven team versus the overall recruiting rankings from this new roster, and then we'll decide who's really won. Right. Like that that's why I would I would be yeah. careful on getting off too many, like, what is Dion doing? Takes because like they have a chance to age horribly, horribly poorly. Mm. And uh, I think he is making the team better. So yes. we shall see uh speaking of c aaron did you see that dune 2 trailer that dropped today Ooh, i didn't watch it right after Timothy this Chalamet. did you watch dune one were you a fan i did watch Dune one i'm a major fan of Dune one it was awesome wasn't it i thought so Phenomenal. um Phenomenal. yeah i gotta say coming out? austin butler uh november which is good because remember when dune one came out they hadn't even greenlit a sequel yet, so I thought we were years and years away, and I guess it has actually been years since Dune 1, which is depressing it's kind wild. of in its own right. But uh, yeah, if you have not, here's a little snaps advice. If you have not watched the Dune 2 trailer, go watch that. And if you haven't watched Dungeons & Dragons Honor Amongst Thieves, I am telling you, it is a supremely fun movie. You don't have to know shit about DD. Okay, Aaron, I need you to watch it and give me your quarterback right. jock jim nance quarter zip uh opinion because if you like it well then everybody can't just keep telling me i like it because it's a dungeon dragons movie
4: i just i just gotta wait till it gets on like you know apple tv or
3: it is it just dropped whatever yesterday. it is okay. What okay okay no, it is now. Okay.
4: just dropped okay. yesterday okay. that's what i'm saying i'm okay. not telling you to do it okay. the i'll give it
3: a shot, it a shot. I, next week do it to your next home. week check yeah. it out this week tonight how about that uh all right y'all uh, we love you uh, all so much. Uh, thank you all for hanging out with us here every day, man. No, I'm telling you, Andy J., be careful. calling D. on Snake Oil. Be careful. I don't know if that's going to age well. We'll see. Uh, but a huge thank you to Paul Farrington, Pat Gunner, Ryan Brumley, Danny Cardenez, and Adam Gracia. Huge thank you to everyone who hangs out and chat with us all day, man. We love you. Um, the show, obviously, is only here because of y'all, and it is the most fun we have. So please help us continue to grow the show by liking the post sharing it with your friends wherever you listen to podcasts sub to it like it rate it review it and um uh, you know hopefully we'll have some big news about our own youtube channel soon we'll see though until then tomorrow may the fourth be with you my fellow star wars nerds uh we'll get into our pack 12 coaches ranking and uh we will see you tomorrow
1: i'm diosa